The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Okay, guys, so what's a calorie deficit and how the heck do you find yours? We're going to be diving deep into this topic today as it pertains to you and your goals and really just your approach to nutrition or dieting or diet culture because there is so much mumbo jumbo out there pertaining to specifically calorie deficits. And it's become this overused and underexplained term that gets tossed around all the time. So I want to shed some light on this and give you guys a little bit of you know, my insights, my experience, my knowledge as well in terms of what a calorie deficit is, why you need it or don't need it, and how exactly to kind of apply that to you personally and more specifically um, outside of just what you hear and what you see on social media or whatever that is. So I'm going to try to approach this as quick, as simple, and the least scientific as possible, uh, really just from a much more practical standpoint, because most people, I would assume, aren't really interested in finding out, you know, what their calorie deficit should be due to like the, you know, innate science behind it and the specificities of your body and your metabolic processes. I mean, that's usually not the interest level. It's because they either want to lose weight, they want to get lean, lose body fat, whatever it may be. So if you're kind of nodding your head and you're like, yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from, more so a physical standpoint, less so an internal understanding standpoint. I got you. And I want to give you the facts and I want you to apply this to yourself and your diet approach as well. So I mean, I can definitely go into all of that regarding your you know, metabolism, your BMR, the impact of muscle. And I most likely will in future episodes. But again, I want this to be more of just a basics. Here it is. Use it, apply it and move forward so that you can start seeing a little bit better results from maybe the way that you currently are approaching your nutrition or your goals in general. So let me just start off by prefacing that everyone's calorie deficit is different. Everyone's is so different, just like everyone's intake, nutrition, their likes, their dislikes, their activity level. We are all individuals and our nutrition and our diet should be approached as such. There is literally no one size fits all calorie deficit diet, you know, approach to you and your goals because your body and the way it responds is not the same as my body and the way my body responds. Therefore, our calorie deficit, the amount we eat and the you know, what we eat should be different. It's not It's not going to impact us the same way. So, and it's crazy too, because the internet tells you that, you know, women need to eat around 1,200 calories to lose weight. You know, cut your calories to 1,200 and you'll see progress on the scale. Like, I, I just, I mean, maybe like everyone though, like all of us, every woman in general, regardless of, you know, height, weight, you know, point in your fitness journey, the amount of muscle you have, like nothing. We're all, we're all going to eat, you know, 1200 calories and see the same progress on the scale. No, probably not. Actually, certainly not. There is no way every single human being, every woman or every male or whoever can eat the same amount of calories and just automatically lose weight. It simply doesn't work that way. So let's break it down a little bit. What is a calorie deficit? A deficit specifically means, you know, less than, right? So for a calorie deficit, you are eating or intaking less calories than you are expending or burning each day. So you're eating less than you're burning. And your calorie deficit should take into account your activity level and also your BMR. 
that's another topic or another term that gets thrown around quite a bit. Your BMR stands for basal metabolic rate. This is the number of calories needed for your body to accomplish its most basic metabolic functioning. You know, cellular turnover, internal organ functioning, your brain, like the most basic of your body to just survive is this. It's the minimum amount of calories you need. This is affected by your age, your gender, your height, weight, your muscle mass, your body fat percentage, your BMR changes, guys. It changes quite a bit, as should your calorie deficit or your calorie intake. It all kind of fluctuates in many different areas and periods of your life. So never ever think that like, you know, maybe the diet or the the thing that you did years, 10 years ago is going to work for you now because it's most likely not. And the same thing in advance, what you're doing now probably won't work for you in another three to five years. You're going to have to change just like your body changes. So if you were to go and, for example, start a strength training program, gain a bunch of muscle mass, like the minimum amount of calories you need to eat every day to sustain your life functioning, your BMR goes up. Same thing in reverse. If you lose a bunch of weight, you lose muscle or body fat, whatever it is, the opposite applies, right? You have to eat less and so on and so forth. So I don't want to get too specific, but you can calculate your BMR and it's not entirely necessary for for our purposes, our basic purposes of finding your calorie deficit, but there is a way to do it. So it's a little bit of a complex formula. I'm going to, originally I was going to kind of say it out to you guys. If anyone had a pen and paper and you wanted to like jot this down, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's pretty complicated. And me speaking this into words is going to, to go, go past most people's heads as it would mine as well. So what I'm going to do is just leave the equation, define your BMR, whether you're a male or a female, I'm going to leave that equation in the description of this episode. So if you are interested in calculating that out, it's, it's a basic formula. It, this is a, you know, one size fits all plug and chug your height, your weight. It'll give you an exact, you know, estimate but nothing, you know, super specific, but I'm going to leave it in the comments in the um, description in case anybody wants to kind of go through that on their own, have at it. With that being said, though, that'll give you the number of calories. Like I said, your body needs to just survive, but hear me out. What if you're active, you're working out or you're a couch potato, like that BMR is going to change very significantly. If you are, you know, a 20 year old female who has never picked up a weight in her life or you're a 20 year old female who plays a division one sport and is, you know, training, practicing and in the gym five, six times a week. Yes, your height and even maybe even your your weight will be the same, but your BMR will be very, very different. So I mean, the bottom line is this, like your calorie deficit, and the amount you need to consume to lose weight can be manipulated. It depends on your body composition, your muscle mass, your body fat, you know, what your body is made of, not just simply the number on the scale. And that's why your BMR is used as a a significant um, contributor to what your calorie deficit is, but it is not the end and be all. So hear me out. If you are determining or trying to determine what your calorie deficit should be, it's pretty simple. You have to take the calories that you typically eat every day, and subtract anywhere from 250 to 500 calories from that amount. Okay, why those numbers, right? Why 250 to 500? Where does that leave us? So if you take the amount of calories that you eat every single day and you subtract 250 calories, you eat 250 less than you typically do, you will lose a half a pound each week. Why? Because in order to lose one pound on the scale, you need to be in a deficit of 
3,500 calories. So if that 250 a day is consistent seven days a week, we do 250 times seven, we get to 1,750 or half of a pound. Same thing goes for that 500 calorie deficit. You take the amount of calories you typically eat in a day and you subtract 500 off of it and that's now the new amount that you're consuming every single day, seven days a week consistently, you'll lose a pound down every single week. So in order for you to lose weight and see that progress on the scale with your specific calorie deficit, that deficit needs to equal 3,500 calories over a period of time. Obviously, the longer that period of time, the slower you'll lose weight. If you reach that 3,500 3, calories in two days, yeah, you lost two, a pound in two days. And, you know, that's not sustainable. We'll get into that probably in future episodes. But back to that 3,500 calories equals one pound. Your deficit has to equal that amount to see one pound down on the scale. Okay, so how do we know what that number is, right? I keep saying, like, subtract, you know, 250 calories from your maintenance. Subtract 500 calories from your maintenance. It's like, okay, what the heck is my maintenance? How do I find what my maintenance level is? You guys aren't going to want to hear this, but the best and truthfully the only way to find what your true maintenance calories are is to track your food, to log it in some sort of nutrition tracker. I personally use MyFitnessPal. I've been using it for years. The only way to really know what you're consuming is to write it down. How, how in the world would you know otherwise? And people roll their eyes with tracking their food. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to become obsessive. Like, well, you want to reach your goals, right? You want to become obsessed with reaching your goals, right? So why wouldn't you become obsessed with the things that you need to do in order to hit that mark, in order to reach those goals? And sorry to say, guys, tracking is going to be one of them. It, it truthfully is. There are very, very few people out there who have made it in health and fitness or who have, you know, the body of your dreams and you you look up to them. I guarantee at some point in their lives, they were tracking their food intake or they were working with someone who was tracking their food intake. It cannot happen. Success cannot happen without that. So after you've tracked your food, you've gotten used to using MyFitnessPal. Say you kind of log everything in there and you do this for a week or two, you get used to things and you realize you're eating around, you know, 2000 calories every single day. That is your maintenance levels, right? You are maintaining your weight right now at 2,000 calories. So you take that 2,000 and you subtract 250. Your new calories every day should be 1,750, right? We did a little bit of a calorie deficit. You're then going to try to eat 1,750 calories every single day. All right, we want to go a little bit more aggressive. Like I said, you subtract 500. So you're in a 500 calorie deficit and you're eating 1,500 calories a day. The only way to then know if you're hitting those new markers, those new milestones, is to track your food. Is it a pain in the ass? Yes. Does it get annoying? Yes. Is it super frustrating to be on my fitness pal? Sure. But if you ask me, it's way more annoying, frustrating, and time-consuming to be spinning your wheels in a cycle, not knowing whether or not your nutrition intake is going to be leading you to a successful weight loss journey. Because if you've been trying to lose five pounds for 10 months now, hey, maybe we should try something different. Maybe we should try out nutrition tracking and see, you know, maybe you think you're eating 1,500 calories, but after actually looking things over and writing it all down, those chips, those pretzels, that soda, it all adds up, and we're eating closer to 3,000. And well, yeah, no wonder we're not losing weight. So the only way to really know where you're at and to know where to start with determining your calorie deficit is to track your food. Do that for one to two weeks, get a handle on where you're at, and then subtract somewhere between 250 and 500 calories every single day 
in order to accumulate enough in order to lose that one pound on the scale. Okay, so tracking is, is a must, not forever, not for years and years and years, but tracking is a must to get a handle on where you're at and where you want to be. Okay, one other thing I want to note for a calorie deficit, it is so important not to go into too much of a calorie deficit. And this is where people go wrong with the 1,200 calories. Like, oh, I'll just eat even less. Screw the 500, I'll subtract 1,000, right? I'll only eat, you know, 1,000 calories for the day. I'll lose weight even faster. Not so fast. If you make your calorie deficit too big, you will run the risk of having very many negative benefits on your body composition. You'll reduce the amount of muscle mass you have. You'll wind up storing more body fat. Your energy will deplete. Your metabolism could slow down and adapt. There's a lot of issues that run into creating too big of a calorie deficit, which is why the 250 to 500 calorie range is spot on for where most people need to be to see enough weight loss to keep on moving forward. So before you jump into this crazy deficit, understand that one, you're probably not going to be able to maintain it for very long. Two, as soon as you break that crazy deficit, you're going to start to gain the weight back. And three, you're going to wind up negatively impacting your body for much, much longer than just the time that you're trying to attempt that deficit. So find a sweet spot for works that you, me, like I would rather do a moderate deficit, have results be a little slower and be eating a little bit more food rather than like, I'm going to cut it way down and then I'm starving and I'm way more likely to go overboard on sweets because my deficit was so great all week long. Find what works for you. Okay. Find what works for you. If you sit in pretty at that 250 mark and that's seeing progress on the scale and you're okay, half a pound down a week, because that adds up, stay there. Don't make your deficit so crazy that you are, you know, in this swarm of brain fog and low energy and super cranky all the time. Everybody around you is going to be like, yo, bro, just eat something. Like you're going crazy. And that's not the point of weight loss. That should not be how anyone approaches their weight loss journey. And very rarely for very few of us, does that mean 1200 calories for the day? Okay. That is not a sustainable approach. And again, for most people, I'd say 99% of the population, you need to be eating more than that. And I'm specifically talking to my females out there because girlfriend, I was you. I've been there. I've done less than that. It does not work. Okay. It does not work. So I'm going to leave a question box after this episode for you guys to drop any questions you have regarding this information. I know it was like a lot of numbers and digits and and calculations, and it's truthfully not too complex. It just comes down to finding your maintenance and going a little bit below that. That's it. But I want to help you guys on a little bit more of an individual basis if you do have questions or if this gets a little bit confusing. So I'm going to leave a question box. I think I, I think I can do that at the end of this episode for you guys to fill it out, ask your questions, see how I can help you out. And hopefully this kind of gave you the information to at least get started on how to calculate that out and stop getting so frustrated with why you're not losing weight, right? It could come down to just not being in the right calorie deficit. So let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. And I mean, the major key is is eating as much as you can while still losing weight. That's the way I would approach it. That's how I want you to approach it. And I'm here to help if you need it.